Parshas Vayikra Tavshin Pe Gimel. Speak about something that um, not necessarily rooted in this week's parsha. <clears throat> um, it's not necessarily something specific to this parsha, but the covered Chodesh Nisan, which is this week, Chodesh of Amuna, the Chodesh of Geula. We'll talk about something that um, I think we all struggle with. I think we we definitely do. Um, two different hergeshes, um, two different tchunes, two different uh, sentiments that seemingly contradict each other. Um, and it's something that Rabbi Ruchim talks about in the Maimarim, and this it's put in, in Parshas Vayikra. And hopefully we'll get some sort of clarity as to a better understanding and how how to you know wrap our heads around these two seemingly contradictory hergeshim, these two seemingly contradictory midas or trunas that we are supposed to feel, and we'll be able to better serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu and have a better understanding into how it works. The Two tchunas that we'll talk about are Yira Ubitachin. And this is a shmuz that's entitled, a mimer that's entitled Yira Ubitachin in Daster. And it's something that we all feel at different points. Those two counter, counterbalancing um, tchunas. And Rabbi Yochim says that when we think about it, he says he calls them two tchunas ra'is. Now, not that bitochen is bad or yir is bad. In fact, they're both very, both good, but the, they have to be used at the right time and in the right balance. Not that they should not always not. There's a time that they shouldn't be used, but the way we use it, to better phrase it. So he starts off by saying as follows: We know that. It's very, very hard for someone to be, especially in these days, to be a Yerushalayim. Very, very hard. Very difficult. And even the basic Yerushalayim, which is in Mitzil Sisham referred to as Yeras Ha'inish, and the Mitzil Sisham calls it Yeras Nashim, right? The basic Yeras Ha'inish, that there's punishments for doing Averis, for doing things incorrectly, then... Even that basic Yiras Shemayim, called Yiras Einish, is called Yiras Nashim. It's like the lowest level for for Freud. Yeah, that kind of Yira is, is not a very high level at all. Very, very elementary. And even that level, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, famous Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, he says that he, he's, he said that uh, his whole life, he's, he's you know, he was a... Uh, he gave over his whole life to, to try to be a a bal yiras einish, right, and to, to you know to to get to that level, right, and if we can get to that level and to speak expand the level that the people should be able to get to at least that level, people should be able to get to that level, and if you know if we're able to achieve that level, then um, you know it's it's something very very difficult to do. Now. What's the pshat? Why do we, why do we, why don't we even have that? 
Why do we even walk around with that? Very few of us are able to, you know, say that we are Balayiris Ainish. Why is that? It's not, he says, because we lack any Amuna in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that Kaddish Baruch Hu is the one in charge, and that he, um, you know, he he's this Yeshdin Yeshdain. It's not because we don't believe in that, Chas Vashom. Rather, this is it's because we we don't want to force ourselves. We we don't want to. We can't bring ourselves to to admit to to feeling those kinds of feelings, and we can't bend ourselves. Pasha cannot bend ourselves to be to to put ourselves to to think of that. Can we don't want to? We just like we we, we want to ignore it. We literally force ourselves to ignore it. And he says, like Rishon, the famous Mashal Rishon gives to. Um, poison, right? Someone who's has a has a cup, there's a cup of water, a bottle of water sitting at the table, really thirsty, and the person wants to take a drink. And there's some a little kid or some sugar or whatever it is that says something. Oh, it's poison. There's some poison there or something. Now, even though you you can pretty much guarantee that what the person's saying is not true, and there's no reason in the world to think that. That, that there's any sense of truth to what that that what was said, but still, there's a there's something in there that that, that will nag in a person's brain. It's like I'm not touching that bottle of water. Why? Because it's not worth it. It's not worth a shot. Not worth a gamble. Because in the point zero one percent chance that there is any sort of truth to that, it's not worth it, right? So I'll figure some other way to get a drink. Not going to touch that, right? So that's the same thing, right? We, it would be that simple to have the Yerusha'inish. It's Pashat, not worth it to, um, you know, to, to, do some, to do some sort of hate on the, on the small percent chance even that we think that something's going to happen to us, but we, um, we, we ignore it. And, um, and, and you would think it would be that simple to, to incorporate that sort of years, years Hashem, years Einish into our, into our being, but it's still so difficult. And that's because we can we don't want to, we don't want to be like that. We don't want to have that year. We don't want to be. Now, he says, it's very hard to think like that because someone who's, let's say, someone who's in supreme health, you know, the prime of their health and uh, is in phenomenal, uh, is in phenomenal uh, Shape, right? Someone's in great shape. When doctors, you know, told them they're in great health, that they work out, they uh, eat healthy, all that kind of stuff. They sleep properly, and uh, you know, they're like a like an like a you know an, an athlete's health, right? Mamish like an incredible health. You tell them that they can die tomorrow from getting sick and you know getting sick and dying. Hard for them to believe. Now, um, you know, maybe it's one of the things that COVID has taught us is uh, that can happen quicker than we think. But if you ever told that to someone before who was in the in peak health, you never would be uh, would believe it, right? And same is with someone who's a Amaridika Asher, someone who's incredible gvir, incredible, incredibly wealthy, right? And tell them they have a diverse portfolio of 
all sorts of money in all sorts of places. Even if this fails, you know, they have something else that's going to back it up that's totally different, right? The real estate goes, they're invested in healthcare. The healthcare goes, it's fine, they're okay. They have uh, some sort of online business, some sort of uh, high-tech uh, investments, they'll be fine. Whatever happens, they're covered, right? They have, you tell them that's going to collapse, they have commodities, nothing's going to phase them. They always have another option, another backup plan. So to tell them that they can lose their wealth from one minute to the next, they would never believe it, but it can happen. And they can never be too sure of themselves. These people can never be, no one can be sure of themselves. So that sort of betachen, right, that sort of um, lack of yira is, uh, is, is, is not, not a good thing, right? He says, and these are his words, he says, basically, paraphrasing, he says, if you would ask an American right, about Hitler and tell you, Hitler? <laughs> Hitler in America? Impossible. Hitler in America? Never happened. Never happened. It says, uh, it's impossible. We don't uh, civilize, westernize, we're cultured. Uh, the nations don't think like that. They don't, and even if they feel some sort of hatred, even a fraction of that hatred, part, even half of that hatred, it, it will never, it would never come to the surface. Lamaisa, he's a shaiti, he says. You know why? Because uh, that can happen. Everything can change in an instant. You know how you know? You know the biggest proof? Because Hitler actually existed, and he existed in Germany. Now, this is Rebbe talking before the end of World War II. Actually, in the beginning of World War II, um, I don't know what, what, when he said this, but it definitely wasn't later in the mid '40s because he didn't live into the mid '40s, 1940s. Um, he was Nifter, we believe, at the end of the 1930s, maybe 1940, sometime around then. Um, so he didn't even see the full extent of what Hitler ended up doing in Machshem Um and. He said already, you know, that people think that that couldn't happen. The biggest ride that it could happen is that it did happen. Right? Because, in, and it, where did it happen? It didn't happen in some sort of a barrel in an ancient civilization. It happened in one of the most westernized and cultured civilizations um, at, uh, at that point in time uh, that it ever existed. That was in Germany. Germany of the, in the 19, uh, the, you know, the 20th century was extremely advanced, extremely westernized, and, you know, there was, should never have been, that should never have been possible, but obviously it is possible, because Rabbi Shalom said it's possible. And Fakhar, he says, the MS is, is that Beteva, that's what should happen. It's a nace that it doesn't happen more often, right? Like he says, the Mishnah says, the, the Medrash says in Esther Rabbah, Klal Yisrael is like a kivsa achas ben shivim zevim, right? And the fact that we're allowed to continue functioning and we're able to and we function as a as a Klal Yisrael and we we do the, we're able to learn Torah and do mitzvahs is from the biggest nisim. He says right? it's only because Hashem Nelson Hashem Nelson It's all it is, and the fact that it doesn't happen more often and it doesn't happen constantly, it's not a pella. 
it, it's a, it's the biggest pellet. It's not the fact that it does happen, that when it does happen, it's a pellet. It's the fact that it doesn't happen more often is is the pellet, right? And therefore, by nature, we should be constantly afraid, and we don't. We're not afraid. In fact, we turn around and ask the opposite: How could it happen, right? And that's only because he says our chasarn and yira. It's only because of our chasarn and yira and yira and yira Hashem. The pasha, the elementary yira the simple yira is is what we're lacking. And the only reason why we don't fear these kinds of things is because we don't want to. Now. He says he even says here's another story. He says he says that he was before the war, which I'm assuming is World War One. He says he was talking to a very wealthy person who was a Psaufka Klerta person, maybe from from Maskilam. I don't know if he was actually a Maskil, or he was just uh, you know not the most Erlicha. And he said to him, he said, you know, the Torah says, but he Baaretz, he Baaretz, and Eretz Plishtim and Eretz Kanan, you know, and Eretz Mitzrayim even at certain points in time. That was then. That can't happen now. It's not possible. You know why? Today we live in a world of trains, airplanes. His mother says this. He says these words. says, we live in a world of trains and planes. It's not possible. Because even if there is a hunger in one place, so we'll bring, so there's a hunger in, uh, in Africa, we'll bring food from Australia. There's a hunger in Europe, we'll bring food from North America. Things aren't growing properly. There's always going to be somewhere where we can move things around, where we can have access to things. The world is the, is a small, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a global world, and we can move things from point to point within nowhere. Can we move things from point to point in less than 24 hours? Right? We're only 24 hours away from each other at the furthest point. Lamaisi says, look around. He said, people were, were starving. Hashem Yisraelu, he says, Nefuch Rav, Belim Mispar. He said he saw it with his own eyes. And that's only, the only reason why we don't believe in that, we don't think about that, is because of our chesar in, in basic era. We'll continue on, Ritz Hashem, and talk about the other side, the uh, concept of having no, of too much, uh, of no betachen, and having, you know, only Yira, misplaced Yira, and not trust in Kaddish Baruch Hu. We'll talk about the other, that in a um, in Hashem, in an upcoming um, upcoming recording, an upcoming shmuz, which is um, you know complete this topic. But it's something to think about that the concept of yira misplaced of mis of yira and misplaced betachen when we trust in just how the world continues to function, and we don't believe that a Kodesh Baruch Hu can turn things on a dime at a moment's notice is, and not have a basic year Sa'inish is not because it's so hard to, because it's something that's so far-fetched. It's not far-fetched at all. It can happen. We see time and time again of these examples of Rechman al And it can even be for good. But in, we're talking about in this case of not fearing things that, are, that, that should be feared. And not that we have to walk around every day fearing these things. But that we don't believe that can happen. And we don't believe, and which really is because of our lack of just an elementary year of Sainish. And it's not because necessarily we don't have Emunah and Kaddish Baruch like Rabbi Rucham says, but it's because we don't want to be forced to believe, to fear this. We don't want to believe it. We don't want to have that kind of fear. 
Again, we said we'll continue on with the seemingly the opposite midah, which is that of bitachan, and the or struggling with bitachan, and we'll understand how they can work together.